Hi everyone, Keeper Eric here, and it's time to talk about one of my favorite groups of animals here, frogs. So starting out in the shorter, longer tank, that is what we refer to as the tree frog tank, and that's where we have our two species of tree frogs here at the Elmwood Park Zoo. So the first one I'm going to ask you to look for is the red-eyed tree frogs. So unfortunately, it is in the middle of the day, and these guys are more nocturnal. So even though you might be looking around for the bright red-eyed frogs, they're actually most likely little green lumps on leaves right now or on the glass. So these guys are more nocturnal, which is why they can have those bright colorations on them, making it very easy to spot in the middle of the night and kind of show off who's the best mate for each other. But in the daytime, they have the ability to kind of tuck all that color away and just look like a normal green blob on a leaf or um, on a stick out in the wild. The other tree frog found in there is the big brown ones, which are referred to as Bornean eared frogs. They get their name because, well, they're from Borneo and is the only frog species we actually have here at Elmwood not found in Central and South America. These guys are found, well, in Borneo, just like orangs. These guys are also more nocturnal, but a little bit easier to spot in the tank. Now, they get their name because they have this little ridge right above their ears that kind of remind us more of what we think of ears. So even though that ridge looks kind of like big floppy ears like we like to think, it is actually the circle below the ridge that is their actual ears. So Bornean ear frogs actually are also something called foam nest frogs. And when they actually lay their eggs, they produce kind of a what looks like a big soapy nest around the eggs. And that just helps protect them and keep them hydrated as they wait for the tadpoles to hatch. Now, even though I called it the tree frog tank, we do have one species left in there. And that is our male Panamanian golden frogs. And even though I just said frog, these guys are actually a toad found down in Panama. These guys are an important success story for AZA zoos, namely because these guys have been wiped out dramatically in the wild thanks to chytrid fungus. And we were able to go in, take out a small population of these toads, and actually breed them in captivity and save their species from total extinction. There are some being re-released right now, but at one point they were considered completely extinct in the wild because of this fungus. It's one thing to stop cutting of trees, but it's something very different, as many of us know now, to stop a fungus or a disease from wiping out a complete species. So the Panamanian golden frog here was able to get saved and is a great success story for all AZA zoos. And we are a hauser of just a couple of breeding pairs here uh, from the Maryland Zoo. And we don't breed them here, but we use them as an educational purpose to kind of help re-educate people and make sure that you don't accidentally spread something from one country to another because the chytrid fungus actually came from Europe and was found on someone's boot that came from Europe to go hiking in South America. Moving on to our taller tank, we also have the female Panamanian golden frog. And the reason we don't have her in with the males, number one, is yes, we're not breeding right now. But number two is normally they don't cross each other unless it's breeding season in the wild. And because, well, the males only have one thing on mind. So we like to make sure that she has some peace and quiet because the males can be very annoying to her. So she's that big yellow one that looks like a slightly bigger version of the male Panamanian 
Panamanian golden frog. She's normally climbing around in the back there, but because of her big, bright yellow color, she's pretty easy to spot still. Speaking of the other yellow frog species found in here, those are the bumblebee dart frogs, and they are great climbers. As their name kind of gives away, it's because they look like little bumblebees. They are also relatives of the green and blacks and the blue and black dart frogs, and yes, those are their names. Uh, scientists kind of got lazy when they started naming frogs there. And they are all related to each other in one way or another, but are found in different regions of the jungle. So they normally don't intermeet in the wild, but they are very sociable frogs, which is why we can house them all here together. So dart frogs, as their name kind of gives away, is because there are some tribes down in South America that actually use the toxic poison found in their skin to kind of put them on darts that they use then to hunt other animals. Now, in captivity, poison dart frogs really aren't that toxic because they get that toxin from ants that they eat, and the ants actually are the ones that eat the toxic leaves. So because these guys aren't getting toxic ants here, they're not really that poisonous. However, don't lick them still. But that is why they can have those bright colors normally in the wild is because they know that they're so toxic that most animals aren't going to mess with him. And if they do, well, they quickly learn never to do that again. Poison dart frogs are also a species affected by chytrid fungus. But thankfully, these three haven't had such experience because most of the time the fungus has been found in creeks or poolsides where these guys when they lay their eggs and most of their water source actually comes from high up in the trees in little plants that are called bromeliads so bromeliads are these big plants and you might see a couple scattered around that have these big broad leaves to them that catch water when it rains in the rainforest and they create these little pools of water inside the plant where the dart frogs will actually lay their eggs and the parents will come around to each bromeliad that they laid an egg in with a tadpole and actually make sure they're getting fed. If the water starts running out, they'll actually have the tadpole jump on their back and they'll transfer them to another plant. So even though they're, they're frogs, these guys are excellent parents. <laughs>